<laughs> the broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that <laughs> sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. I don't like to be bamboozled. Hi, Georgia. It's Troy Stetcher here. Thank you for labeling me the short king. Vic actually just got the sweatshirt that says Mock Girl Summer. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. Which I'm having a lot of fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the broadcast. It's Georgia here, your host for this week, and I'm with Mal. Um, Sam is on mom duty, so she may or may not pop it, but we're going to guess no. So, um... Since we last recorded, obviously the all-star game happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I realized we didn't put as a topic, but we could. Well, because the thing is we talked about like it coming up. Yeah, that's true. So the all-star break happened. So there hasn't been that much. Well, NHL what did you hockey. watch out of the all-star game? Because I'm going to be completely honest. I was at work almost the entire time. Uh, yeah, I, I was watched, tweeting as if I was watching it. I watched what you sent me while I was going to get my booster. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Actually, I did watch part of the skills competition. Yeah. And then I like was like commentating on it to Georgia, who straight up was on a bus. Yeah, I got it. Like, but I was like texting yeah. her as if she was also watching it. I was like, oh my God. And she was like, I can you give me any sort of context? I was like, no. I was going to get my booster shot and I'm like now paranoid about driving because my brain is very ill. <laughs> so I got onto a bus, but the bus driver wasn't wearing a mask. It was very strange. It was in a really strange place. And then the booster like really hurt this time. Um, and then I got really sick. So that was fun. Um, okay, anyway, so different. <laughs> I know, but it's triple Pfizer. So I'll keep track of my lips to see if it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> exactly. I need some more evidence of this. I don't know if I talked about this, but I'm convinced that the booster made my lips bigger. For a minute, I was like, I think my boobs might have gotten bigger. And then I realized it's just because I gained 10 pounds. <laughs> so it's like, that's, I mean, that might that's have also more likely. been part of my thing. But I do, I also thought that about the Pfizer thing. So guys, if you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, like you get a free boob job and you get free filler. Like I'm convinced. This is anecdotal, but I'm convinced. <laughs> Hashtag trust the science. Okay. Anyway. Oh, this will just be an episode right into mine. And oh, yeah. Brains. Also, um, okay. Well, if we're talking about COVID <laughs> and we're talking about, we're okay, this makes sense. And we're talking Continue. about the All Star game. Yes. Jack and Quinn both got COVID at the All Star game. Yeah, but then someone was saying they weren't in Vegas. I was really confused. I don't know. Someone, I think Ben Kuzma like reported that he wasn't in Vegas, but I don't know. That Quinn what I do know, yeah, Quinn wasn't. But then what I do know is that. Kings fans were trying to cancel Trevor Segrist for going out and partying in Vegas because he's underage, which is the most embarrassing thing of all time. Like, of all the things that you can critique, like, in these children hockey players for, like, you're in Vegas, everyone drinks underage. Like, I don't know, ooh, it's bad role models. Okay. They also play also, a game where they, like, like break me, each like, other's brains. 21. <laughs> It's so crazy. So, like, just let he's in fucking Vegas. Just whatever. He did his little dodgeball goal that Yeah, that was fun. That John Ham ruined for everyone. Yeah, okay. I missed that. Well, it was like because the thing is that they it was just like some since it's essentially just a joke in general. I mean, like mm. it's not like anything important, so they just have like random people like reading yeah, yeah. it. 
and people were I mean oh, I was saying right. that they yeah, jokingly yeah. were mad but also I don't know if they were joking like but he like didn't give Trevor like that good of a Score. like I mean I think he gave him like an eight or a nine then mm-hmm. so I forgot that they judged them yeah they judged them and like did they I win but it's very subjective um what we really did learn from the all-star game is how right we were to assign Kirill Kaprizov to our own vibes team because we learned about first of all one of the things I got at like really late your time was a text from Mal of Kirill Kaprizov's cat (laughs) and her being like I just want to kiss his face and it was I swear it must have been like midnight also I didn't specify that it was the cat as well either but I just figured it was assumed (laughs) oh I knew it was the cat because I know how you are about cats but it was like it was it was at least midnight your time it had to have been and so I just like looked at my phone. It's this massive cat. And then we got into an argument about how much it weighed. Because <laughs> I was like, that cat weighed like 20 pounds. And I was like, no way. You're like, no I way. know it's, I know it's like seven or something. <laughs> well, I said, he, I said that he's maybe 15 tops because I was like, I know lots of other cats. And I also like, I don't have like any proper way of weighing cats, but I have literally multiple times taken a like scale, stepped on it with a cat holding the cat. And then weighed myself as one does. And what did um, I say? I said I should never doubt your cat knowledge. And you, should, you shouldn't doubt me, which is true. That's but we found that actual... out. We found out like how funny he is when he. How funny, how much he loves Ovi if we're talking Ovi, about. Yeah. His yeah. cat's he name is has, Kuzi, uh, Kuznetsov. Like... Well, A, his cat's name is Kuzi, which is so cute. Um, he had Kuznetsov help him take tape his stick like Ovi's for his uh, breakaway thing. Um, and also he wore the LB jersey. He did, very the, cute. he did the Gatorade. He had the visor, the tinted visor. It was incredible. It was really fun. I and he also, work. he shot because uh, Ovechkin shoots right and he shoots left and he shot right <laughs> in the breakaway challenge. It's so cute. It was really cute. It was very good. And also like it kind of almost seemed like his idea, which is very cute. Yeah. That's like, those are things that are kind of fun. And I think like, the all-star game itself is kind of blah, but the skills challenge is the fun part. So just like do more skill stuff and like have these moments. Though the the Canucks were doing like Thatcher Demko like took the phone and just like had it. And it was so awkward. <laughs> He's like such an awkward man. Um literally and then cannot they be worse had... than Connor McDavid's CCM takeover. <laughs> oh literally cannot be worse. he is like literally the equivalent of just like a plaster wall of charisma like he just has there's no life there's no charisma he's a plaster wall like that is it he is the weirdest man and yet he's so good at hockey he literally we've talked about this before he was like hi god I will give up every aspect of my personality if you let me be faster than Jesus so oh, nice <laughs> and God was like okay that's a good deal it's like, like cool. fair <laughs> cool um what oh no what was I gonna say yeah but the game the game itself is actually kind of like boring and they always do the thing where they do like the offside challenge blah 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 so just do more skills comps like that's at least fun and then it's also fun to see like 
I think what people like about the all-star game is like you get people from other teams interacting obviously so like especially when they're rivalry teams like if Caudrew has to like play with Sidney Crosby or whatever like or you know Brad Marchand is playing with whoever and then it kind of breaks down those kind of things also like it was a massive weekend for Gavin Drew <laughs> was a huge um, weekend for Gavin Drew just he the really cutest yeah the cutest thing ever and like I hope as you tweeted now that like Claude Drew <laughs> did his like basically showed his resume um and a nice team will pick him up okay so as we were like discussing this yeah Claude Drew well a the game was at noon pacific time Mm-hmm. I don't know why they had a matinee game. Um, maybe because the Pro Bowl was the next day and they were like, we got to like get stuff going. Or maybe because they also didn't want to eat into people going out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just seems like a weird choice. Um, Very but weird also choice. that meant that all of those people, uh, poor, actually Trevor didn't have to because he um, also wasn't an all-star. He just came for the skills competition. <laughs> so not him. He was off the clock. But everybody else went out and then were like, oh, my God, I have to go play hockey now. Do you think they went to sleep? What would you have done? Would you go to sleep or would you just be like, fuck it, I'm writing this out? Um, I mean, noon napper. is a little late. You know me. You know me. I'm a napper. So I, I would I would take a nap. Um, nap and rally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. I guess, yeah, um, noon is also- a little too late. Like, if it was maybe at, like, 10 but you had to like get to the rink at like whatever time too, yeah, which is true. like really annoying. Enjoyable. Which I mean, obviously, no matter what, they're not really caring. Like they're like whatever. It's yeah. the All Star Game. But yeah. we, I was saying that Claude Giroux was at a distinct advantage because it was a family vacation for him. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and he's already also lived out all of his like reckless years of getting arrested on Canada Day. Like he's he's done it, and now he's just yeah, putting Gavin to bed. Cups. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, major dad energy, (laughs) which is quite, it was quite cute. Um, One of the things I did want eventually for us to do, maybe we'll do it as a Patreon bonus episode, just because we need to come up with stuff for content is that um, you, Clarissa and Vanessa can just talk about mascots (laughs) because the I don't know anyone else who just like the absolute joy and it's like unadulterated happiness and joy about mascots. Telling you I that, don't like, understand. I have, I'm I have cognitive like dissonance. Like I don't understand that there's a person in there. I like I, I don't get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like so it's just beyond me, but like you three are just like so obsessed with them to just like a whole other level like the bond that you and Vanessa share in the group chat well also I was like oh I think I was like oh I bet I could name all of the mascots and I was like very disappointed that I couldn't because like I saw something and I was like lol what is Victor E. Green doing and I was like why do I know his name his full legal name I literally I could I could probably name maybe like under 10 mascots because there's like a bunch of them that are like random sports or in just no, no 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 in hockey okay. i mean i don't know any of them in football i don't even know what this i'm, I'm assuming the seahawks mascot is a- do you want to know what the seahawks? chief's mascot is it's a wolf his name is casey wolf it's a and wolf. he's looks weird as fuck <laughs> i need to send you a picture of him 
I, I think I could name out of any of the other sports. I think I can name more baseball ones than any. My dad and I are in a constant Sorry. battle of whether or not Mr. Met is cool. Um, I think he is not cool. Um, <laughs> this is the stuff. Save it for the best. Okay, <laughs> cut, cut that, and then we'll talk about this ongoing debate I have later. Also, like you can have a conversation about like how weird it is that's like the fucking Edmonton one has a six. Dude, pack. I have like, so much to talk about mascots. Like you don't even know. I know. <laughs> anyway, like, I think that you think you know, but I don't think you actually know. Um. Yeah. Can you check your phone real quick, please? I sent you an image. I think I can tell. I love how I got it from your email. (laughs) Okay, well, I sent it on my computer, so. That's Casey Wolf. (laughs) The one thing he has going for him is that he's not racist. I actually love him. I actually love him. He reminds me of, um, like, Alf. Yeah, he looks like Alf to me, <laughs> but in wolf form. <laughs> okay, we're like twenty minutes in. Okay, been... yeah. Do you want to talk about um our our falling out? Um, yeah, we should actually talk. We should discuss hockey. Um, <clears throat> the best hockey of the week was obviously played at the Olympics. Um, I don't have has the men's hockey started. I don't. What does they know? I want to say how it's like, you know, how like they do gymnastics, they do different weeks. Yeah, I maybe it know. hasn't. I have not been paying attention, but I have obviously been paying, t- paying attention to the women's hockey. And on Monday, it was the battle of broadcast. Um, we thought about doing a live watch and then we didn't do it. And I can't remember why. Which is also good because you told me that the game started at eight. And when you told me it started at eight, I thought you meant eight my time. No, and I think I also thought that it was on Tuesday because I fucked up the dates. Okay, well, regardless, yeah. the game started at 10 p.m. <laughs> Sorry, at 10 p.m. Uh, Mal's time. Uh, and right away, it didn't look good for you. And then it got kind Actually, of okay for you. It really didn't look good for you. Yeah, that's It true. really looked bad for you, so I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. I mean, we were outplayed, but we scored. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, like the first Canada period, really it was like the the Americans like outshot Canada yeah. like I think it was sixteen like 16, to something, sixteen to something. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And like um, early on, uh, one of the Americans hit like hit the post. Like, and Renee Debian made this kind of wild save, but the puck hit the post anyway. Um, but yeah, Canada won. We reigned supreme. It was a great time for me. But like, I want to make it 100% clear that it was like a round robin game and it doesn't actually matter. I know. But the thing is, but I, like, if it did, if we, if, if the US you won, know, like, it was, <laughs> you know how you'd be. Like, at least I'm admitting it. I but know. I do want to say that, like, actually, because the thing is, what we were trying to do was to make sure that we, like, got out all of your, like, weak spots and, like, figured out where those were. So when um, you face you in, like, the medal, gold medal match, it will be different. It's yeah, I don't know. I love I love this rivalry. I think it's like the best rivalry. Well, it in involves like, people getting married. Like, I know, so. and actually like it's because it's like friends, lovers, enemies, like it's everything. You got everything mm-hmm. going on. Um, teammates, obviously, um, for some people, some players. I think like 
the on the broadcast or on the Canadian broadcast at least they said that Hillary Knight was quoted being like no we literally like we want to destroy each other <laughs> like we we want to like physically hurt each other <laughs> like we really don't like each other um which is I don't it makes everything so much more fun and I also um yeah I don't know but then it's it's interesting because it's like the best rivalry but then it obviously and we'll talk about this in a little bit after we like fawn over <laughs> Canada's victory um it becomes the point of contention over why women's hockey shouldn't be in the Olympics or like shouldn't be played because there are two dominant teams and blah 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 so it's just kind of a it's a weird thing because like 1.3 million people watched the game in Canada at it's like peak time which is pretty good considering for most of the country it was like super late at night um and yet it's still like trotted out as the proof for like why women's hockey doesn't matter so it's just I don't know it it's kind of exists in this weird space um and I hate that it gets like tarnished by people like Rosie fucking Domano and god knows who else um but anyway Mallory talk uh, talk more about how sad you are <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not even like sad, and I want to say that, like, honestly, your tweets like, were so funny. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at the stupid eagles. <laughs> they were so funny. Literally, that is like a reason enough for American supremacy over Canada is that, like, you guys, like, no matter what, any like moose content is not going to be as stupid as like a bedazzled eagle. Do you like, remember? Do you remember when the eagle attacked Trump? <laughs> America. Eagles just like look stupid. (laughs) Like something's like wrong with their like head shape. They like look so weird (laughs) in their eyes. Like the one with the laser (laughs) stick. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, here's why the, the U.S. lost, but it technically they didn't. The US they may lost, have lost by two goals. One. But the thing is that technically they didn't lose by two goals because both of the goals are, like, really stupid. Like, one of them was, like, literally they just didn't, like, actually get their shit together, like, really quickly. And another one was literally off a penalty shot. Mallory's like fully crying. I'm crying about how stupid eagles look. Like that's like leftover. Um, yes, penalty shot. And I'm saying that like the other one like was definitely we definitely didn't lose by two. Like factually. (laughs) You can't understand that we did. You are so American right now. I understand that on the like sheet you're trying to the score sheet, it's the score was four two, but that's not true. That's a lie. (laughs) You're trying to fake news the score. Yeah. (laughs) It's not real. It did not happen. Oh my god. Okay, anyway. So just some things (laughs) to consider. Basically, um, like Marie Philippe is just like we talk okay so she's really clutch really she's just like the most talented female hockey player um and she can just will goals into the net um and she scored on the penalty shot after like 
hauling ass down the ice anyway so that was really yeah and also okay the thing is that she did get slashed so like maybe it like wasn't as good of a shot or whatever Mm -hmm. but like it was saved because like it's also really for us because I forgot that like in the IHF or I double IHF like they have different symbols so like this is a penalty shot or whatever like if you cross your arms rather than just like pointing so it's very confusing like and she had interference like I don't really understand um anyway it was very exciting anyway, Maddie Rooney um the goat and she only went in two goals <laughs> um but basically so what that means is Canada finished a top like they're undefeated um and despite actually not playing that well which goes down to obviously like the goaltending and some luck will be We'll admit that. But they also had just played a game like against Russia where they were playing in fucking N95 masks because the Russian team or whatever. What are they called? The ROC? Yeah, they're the Russian Olympic athletes, which is technically apparently circumventing that Russia's not allowed to score. Compete. I mean, compete. <laughs> um, like, wouldn't have their, like, tests released or whatever, and then six of them ended up testing positive for COVID, so, like, thank God the Canadians played in their masks, because who knows what could have happened. Anyway, um, now on Friday, the quarterfinals start, um, oops, I think, um, Canada's playing Sweden on Friday? I think that's it. Um, and then the U.S. is playing Chechia. And then the other two games are um, ROC versus Switzerland and Japan versus Finland. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, like, I don't, I don't exactly know how the tournament's working in terms of, like, after, like, what happens after this, but I'm assuming that Canada and the U.S., like, they'll meet in the gold medal game. Yeah, that's like <laughs> they're not gonna like play each other in semifinals. I'm pretty sure that's yeah, no, it, it's supposed so. to set up towards that, yeah, because they finished one, two, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we can get into the bullshit if you want. Um, the dumb article, which, yeah, which is the concept that it is assumed, unless there's like a major upset, which also Sweden has beat like the US. I want to say, or maybe uh, they just keep beating their ass is, in soccer. Honestly, they, they literally continue beating us in soccer. It's embarrassing. But anyway, they, hold on. They infamously beat the U.S. the year that they refused to name Kemi Granado to the team in turn. So okay. Anyway, so that's the situation. Yes, but the point is that what's her face, Rosie Demano. Okay, I didn't even bother checking the byline. I was like, cool, I don't care. Um, she's, she's just infamous for writing just like this shit all the time. Basically, since obviously the US and Canada's women's hockey programs are, even though they are underfunded, they are the most funded, they have a history of success, which apparently means women's hockey shouldn't be in the Olympics anymore, which is actually... Very funny because that's what they did. They took softball out of the Summer Olympics because the U.S. kept winning. Yeah. Like, they were like, no, this isn't, like, whatever. And then literally the year that they took it out, like, they were like, this is the last year the U.S. lost. I think the U.S. were, like, 
29 and something like they were undefeated yeah which is crazy but like the I think Haley Salvian wrote a good um like column in response and she outlined a bunch of other sports where this is the exact same um there's like a couple of countries that are dominant and yet we don't have this conversation um particularly around male sports that are like this um like this doesn't become a conversation about how it shouldn't be uh, in the Olympics. And so you can obviously see the like layers of sexism and misogyny. And then also the people are missing the point of what the Olympics does for sports like this. Um, like for example, the Finland program has grown dramatically over the last decade because they like have performed well at the Olympics and they have like incredible players who are kind of building off of each other, but it takes a while for the programs to work and like women's hockey has only been in the olympics for um like just under 30 years so like it's gonna take a minute and in the male men's hockey it's not like it's open fucking season for all these like teams to win it's also been only three teams that have won in the last like 25 years. So it's just kind of, it's such a bad faith, like I'm here to get clicks argument that like, I think it's just, it's so sickening because every four years we have this thing, particularly in Canada, where the women's hockey is the most exciting part of the Olympics for most people um, because of the rivalry with the US, because they're so impressive. Um, because we don't get to see them that often, which is another thing that like we can critique, um, when we talk about like how many viewers they got in that game. And that's because you're giving, like, you're making it possible for people to actually watch the hockey. And if it's available to them, they will watch it. Um, but every four years we have this and it's like, this is the thing. And everyone talks about it and it's so awesome. And then it loses momentum. And it also just picks up stupid shit like this. And it's really frustrating. And I think, for example, like women's soccer in Canada, um, after they won gold at the um, Summer Olympics, the big thing for them has been like, we need to keep the momentum going. And and I hope it's the same with, with hockey about like, we got to just like we can't kind of lose steam because we don't want this just be like, oh, and in four years, we do the same thing over and over again. But yeah, and that's like exactly it is that it also comes down to like the thing is that especially for women's hockey, it is such an every four years thing. Like even in the situations where like the US and Canada have these like teams that are like dominant or whatever, people don't pay attention to them other than when the Olympics come around. For the majority of people, yeah. Because we we also have the world championships and that can become a big thing. Like obviously this mm -hmm. summer it was a big thing. But I think for like putting it on the truly like global stage um, and maybe like for the U.S., obviously it's a bigger thing. Like if it's primetime like NBC <laughs> versus like whatever, um, it makes it more accessible because the, like right now, the way that you watch women's hockey in Canada, like if you are, if you aren't watching the PHF or if you want to watch like the people who are on the Olympic team because most of them are in the um uh PWHPA uh is in the dream gap tour or it's 
once a year at the world championships or it's every four years at the Olympics. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's like, it's just hard to keep the kind of forefront. And I think that's where I, yeah, I don't know. I just wish, I wish we had a league like, and I, yeah, I know there's a bunch of issues with the PHF and then the PWHPA and all that kind of stuff. And I don't fully understand them. Like every aspect of that, I'll freely admit that. Um, but fuck, I just, I wish we had a team in Vancouver so that you could just like go and support them or like, you know, like how cool it would be. And I, I feel just like every time I watch, I'm like, it's slightly melancholy because I look at people like Hillary Knight or Marie Philippe Poulin, who are just like incredible hockey players and just how devastating it is that like they won't get to play like their prime the prime of their careers in front of like um like for a like a like a normal club it's it'll be for your country and I just I find it so frustrating. I know that like they're talking about, especially with the dream gap tour, it's like, okay, we got to do this for the next generation of people, but it's also kind of like, oh my God, you guys are so yeah. good. And it's, I just like, I wish you could it just really go sucks. and see, see them play. Wow. Like that'd be so cool. There should be so many more professional hockey players, like yeah, female professional hockey players. And there just aren't because it is so difficult to make a living and there's so many like talented people that a are yeah just cut out due to funding or possibly fun- like, funding from their own country like situations like that yeah. like um and just the idea that there isn't like that much of a league I mean there is well, like, yeah. those women are working like other jobs like too well then the, and then you also think of the people who are like you know maybe you're playing peewee hockey or you're in bantam and you are like there's not a perspective path for me. So I'm not going to keep playing mm-hmm. or, and they could be like really good, but they just go, you know what? I don't, I, this isn't it for me or whatever. Like there's a bunch of people who also have that because you are told that there isn't a path for you. Um, and that also makes me, <laughs> makes me sad, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The Olympics is like, have you watched any other Olympics stuff? Um, like other hockey or other just stuff? other yes. sports both yes to both I haven't really like um been watching as much I think because of the time difference and then mm-hmm. I've also been like super fucking busy but usually I have it like on in the background and for some reason I just don't right now which is really strange but I think the curl I need to watch the curling because it makes me so happy <laughs> I really I honestly have so never much. really watched curling. I tend oh, to, I, I go so towards much. snowboarding mm-hmm. um, and ski jumping really scares me. And also like the ski half pipe really scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also like speaking of other things that scare me, like luge is really scary. I don't like speed skating because it's too fast and it makes me sad when somebody messes up. When they like the short track, when they yeah, fall. I don't like short track because like yeah, yeah, it really and does like, make me sad. I'm like, and they oh, fall no. and like six of them fall exactly. And then this is why like, I like distance running or something. Like I like it when you can make out. up. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that with figure skating. Um, like I I get so scared when they do the jumps. That's why I prefer ice dance because they don't do jumps. They don't um, jump. 
and they just do like the little twists and whatever and it's it's still pretty and they still have nice costumes um and it's equally corrupt <laughs> the sport um but I just like oh my god when they do the jumps and they fall I just want to die like ah uh, oh just like it's a level of pressure that I I could never do individual sports I am so like I'm part of a team <laughs> if I mean, we I fuck up like- we fuck up as a team like the individual sports just like scares me so much and like I guess you would learn to deal with it I know but like I know but that's also like why those people are Olympic athletes clearly they have something in their like blood or whatever that (laughs) they're fine um doing that or I don't know but it just it freaks me out this like it's gonna sound like it's an insult almost but I think that like winter athletes to me like are more talented and like summer athletes are like more athletic. Like, you know? Yeah. Like I think I that like the thing mean. is like with winter like sports, like obviously like they could like kick my ass and everything, like they're a professional athlete. But what I'm saying is like they have like gotten very good at like a skill, mm-hmm. which I mean, obviously like swimming is like a very impressive skill, whatever. But also they're like just like superhuman, like yeah, strength. Yeah, yeah. So I think that also yeah. people like watching like the Winter Olympics because a, um, they're much closer to dying, and also they're like maybe I could get really good at curling. <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. I could. <laughs> I feel like. Have you ever heard this thing about the ski jumpers where like they would they would essentially like try and make it so that you um, like were so jet lagged when you competed because it would mean that your like survival instincts like don't you want to get scared like it's crazy what they're doing and so like your natural body instincts like can't kick in so one of the, I remember reading this like thing a long time ago like they like intentionally try and make sure that they're jet lagged and like all this anyway it's crazy um but I do agree and I think so it's inter- I always find it interesting the people who like if they have a preference over winter or summer olympics like I know Izzy's parents prefer summer olympics because I think because they do more of the sports so they're mm-hmm. like more invested I've always liked the winter olympics a bit more because I think I and I wonder if it's kind of what you're saying because there's so many more sports where I'm like I could never fucking do that. Like the moguls, my knees exploding, like they're gone. Um, like downhill skiing. I, I can't go that fast on skis. Like I, that's insanity to me or like, um, figure skating or all these kind of things. Uh, that's, I guess it's because it's the skill that's involved mm-hmm. or like, cause what they do, it seems like what they do in the winter Olympics there is like, okay, so here's a sport we have. Now, how can we make them do six billion rotations uh, like in a flip in the middle of doing this same sport? <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay, sure, I'll watch that. Like, that's fun. Um, so I don't know. I Yeah, I've always liked the Winter Olympics more. Um, I also think it looks prettier <laughs> with the snow, except China's not looking that good. <laughs> Did you see the ski run in the middle Dude, of I like, think the industrial? I think it's honestly like cool. <laughs> like, not even like trying to be contrarian. Like, I legitimately think it's kind of cool. That is the like the ski jump thing. Yeah, like by the like smokestacks, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's very like it's like industrial, like chic. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's, like dystopic, yeah. I mean, like future. In the- 
in the grand scheme of things wrong with this Olympics, that's like pretty much at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Like, come um, on. Yeah. I mean, like the human rights abuses are much higher on the scale of like things to Well, it's really funny it. because they either like they really fluctuate between either having to make fake snow or it being too cold. Like yeah. in 2018, like it was like constantly like skiing and snowboarding stuff had to get to like they were like it's literally too cold like you can't do it yeah but now they're just like also in like sochi they it's literally like a resort place in russia it's not yeah like, isn't it actually on, like, the black sea all. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and vancouver like, it was we had like one of the hottest februarys it was like 18 degrees like it was insane they had to truck in snow um it was like all blue skies and sunny i remember i mean not that we get that much snow here anyway but it was like, whatever. Um, okay, let's, speaking of Olympians, impressive Olympians, let's talk about the icon that is Cami fucking Granado, <laughs> who's now the assistant general manager in Vancouver alongside Emily Castingay, which means there's multiple women <laughs> in the fucking Vancouver Canucks front office, which let's, Let's discuss redemption arcs because did you see this coming from the Vancouver Canucks? No, absolutely not. so hard. Like I can't handle like the feeling that I had about this team like two months, two and a half months ago versus where I'm at now with being like, I am living in a weird world. Like this can't be real. It, is, am I dreaming? <laughs> like I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love Kevin Granato so also, much. Also, um, this is just your little fun fact. We were fangirling on the um, broadcast account when she didn't follow us. No, Ray Ray Ferraro followed us. Ray Ferraro followed us. And we were like, mm, cool, we don't care. Um, <laughs> we're like, we only care about Cammy. And then um, he gave her our number and she never contacted us <laughs> um but it was a true no it was a true truly like so we we were like ray you're cool but we love your wife and then he dm'd us and it was like oh give me your number and i'll like put you into contact with cammy or whatever so i gave him my phone number and then later that afternoon <laughs> i thought cammy granada was calling me and i like lost my mind and then it was my doordash driver <laughs> It was like, it was a roller coaster of like pain. Um, but she's really busy and she, she's busy and she lives in my neighborhood. We wanted to have been able to be normal. So that's, I know this is also our base level for normal. So like, that's how bad it would be. I think I would, I might cry if I met her. Like there's, there's few people that I think that if I met, I would actually like just fall apart and Kemi Granato is one of those people <laughs> um so it's probably better that she never called <laughs> though it's also yeah, a weird exactly. thing like I think it was one of those weird because this is the thing, weird thing about the podcast like insider like news or whatever um for people for our listeners uh people sometimes think that we're like media or that we want to be like sports media and I think that sometimes the way they interact with us is kind of how like people in the like quote unquote business 
react like so right being like oh the number or whatever and like people do that all the time but we don't understand that because we're not actually hang out because we're not in the business so there's like and this has happened with other things but like we were just like oh yeah like call us we're if you just want to hang out but like that's just kind of I don't know so I was thinking about that today because I was like oh maybe that's what that was it was more kind of just like a whatever that's how it's the, still like, great this person oh it's still one of the greatest oh no it's still life. great yeah I don't even I don't even care and this is greatest moment in connects history I'm not afraid to say it <laughs> I'm so happy I don't know like I just I it, but it's also really disconcerting when the connects do good things because I still don't like Francesca Colini. yeah <laughs> and also this team has personally victimized us way too much that I can't just sit here and be like just put flashy toys in front of me and I'll be like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Um, so there's that. Okay. Other connects news. They played the Yotes on Tuesday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yes. Thank you. Um, who are so bad Mallory. <laughs> I did not watch the coyotes are so bad. Um, Brock Besser scored a goal. There's literally like four coyotes and he just like skates in between all of them and like tips the puck in the Honestly, net. And you're like, like they're I, not like playing said, hockey. Like we've said before, we cannot get mad at you for clocking in and clocking out. That <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I mean, yeah. who, who among us would not? Yeah. If, oh, it was bad. Um, though it was the Canucks, like it was nothing, nothing. I think after the first, um, and then it's they kind of exploded. Yeah. But then they scored like a bunch of goals right at the beginning of the second period. So it was real damn burst. Um, PD scored a nice, like classic PD. Um, yeah, goal. I saw he got his groove back and that is because he started posting on Instagram again. It is. Did you see like, it wasn't even just one photo. There's so many of exactly, them. Exactly. The correlation. It was so good. And like the one in the pool, he's such a little weirdo. I love him so much. Exactly. Oh, he's the bad. key to success is being weird online. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if people like were tagging him in the Daniel thing, like how they, Hopefully. how they do. I mean, that. before, like he definitely seemed like kind of like uncomfortably online. Like it was kind of like, Hey, bud, like, can you look away? Like, yeah, just let him live his best life. No, he, no, I was saying previously, but then I don't know when he logged off, if he oh, like, yeah, fully yeah. logged off or if he was just like, actually just like not commenting, you know? Let a bitch live. I he wants he should... to be online. He loves it. If he loves being online, that's fine. It's yeah, like exactly. when they tried to make Wine stop playing as much Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic hockey though. Classic like conformity. Oh no, we all have to be like, whatever. Um, we should, actually, we should do an episode on like, hockey player behavior on Instagram because their favorite thing to do is puck bunny each other like in the in the Instagram comments like oh my god it's very disturbing also like it's really the only place where you actually get player personality is them commenting on each other's photos where you're like oh oh Boper that's funny (laughs) or like you know these people oh like what that I didn't expect that from you and like half the time they're also it's stupid shit but um their Instagram behavior is quite interesting um but yeah so P's back baby 
He's been um, playing better. So Butter's dad exciting. put a curse on your home. Yeah, he did. He fought he um, beat he up fought baby Langley. Langley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, poor Burroughs. <laughs> he had a fun all-star break though. Kyle Burroughs went to the fucking vodka ice dome thing in Whistler. <laughs> Good for him. I igloo thing or ice castle or whatever. Um, but yeah, Lawson Krauss and him got in a fight. Butter's dad, who we still want to join the Canucks. That is still our, mainly just to get Claire out of Phoenix. I had a, I had multiple friends move to Arizona, but I don't know where they moved in Arizona. So I I currently they just know. said, I, they said, where are you moving? I said, they said Arizona. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't ask any more questions. So, but the point is that I was saying they could hang out. <laughs> um, I know multiple people right now who are in Arizona. My uncle just moved to Arizona. It's a really random, like it's become a kind of like a random, um, like vacation spot for people. It would be like a really great place. And it's like up and coming and growing, like maybe like a really place, great place to like set up shop and like maybe like have a hockey team. But I think that's like, what that's what Gary Batman thinks when he is making his like seventeenth oh excuse for the Yotes this week. Oh man, he I think he had some like classic bangers about the Coyotes at the All Star break, but now I don't remember them. He had some really bad ones about Rocky Words. Oh, he's just a terrible human being. Um. Anyway, the Canucks are playing the Islanders tonight. Uh, it's but like it's the, past our bedtime, so we won't be watching it. Yeah, it's. I think it's starting like nowish. So who knows what'll happen? Islanders also bad this season. So let's hope that train rolls on. And then we're playing um, Toronto on the twelfth. So that'll be a good challenge, I guess. Um, who knows what's happening with the Leafs? Are they good? I can't remember. I think every time I goodish. Every time I log on to Twitter, people are having meltdowns about them. So, like, I honestly sometimes think they're, like, really bad. And then you no, they're look at the... making the playoffs. And, yeah, but then, like, you look and you're like, you guys are fine. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure they're third in the Atlantic. Everyone needs to settle down. Um, okay, other hockey stuff. Tukaras came back at, like, an insane goal against average. It was, like, four point something. And now he's retired again, which is really iconic. It's it's the equivalent of that meme of um, the grandpa from The Simpsons walking into the room and then walking back out yep. and then putting back and then walking straight back out again. Like I when I know this has probably happened before. Like I guess when uh, no, because Mike Fisher like came back just for the playoffs. I think when he like retired and then came back but like this is pretty wild behavior so it's fun um there's a lot of stuff happening with like french canadian people getting hired right now <laughs> it's like truly wild it's trying to keep track of so the montreal canadians fired dominic ducharme today but they kept on um the assistants. I don't know who the second assistant is, but obviously one of them is Alex Burroughs. And then they hired Martin Salouy as the, is he the interim coach? He's the interim. Okay. Um, which I think is partially because Jeff Gordon like knows him 
Um, cause like his coaching experience, I think from what I remember, he was coaching a U13 team. I mean, honestly though, like if you want to get like your feet wet in NHL coaching, nobody's going to expect you to turn around the 2021, 2022 Montreal, Montreal Canadiens. Like you showing up and coaching, like that is really good experience because they're going to continue to lose almost every single game and nobody's going to say it's your fault. They're also like probably the equivalent of a U13 team right now. Probably. So, I think he also did some like scouting or something for the Blue Jackets, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of exciting. Like Martez is an interesting guy. Um, he's from Montreal too. So obviously with the Montreal Canadians, like there are some specific things like language is press, like preferred, um, which is probably why they had like a bunch of the same coaches <laughs> repeat because <laughs> there's only so many um, French speaking coaches. Um, so yeah, he's in his interim. They also hired Vincent LeCavalier as an assistant to Jeff Gordon. Um, like I think an assistant, uh, I can't remember what it was. He might be AGM actually. So that would be to Kent Hughes. So I take that back. He's an assistant general manager, I think. Um, which again is just like, let's pull the Tampa people because Tampa's really good. And they're also French. (laughs) Um, so yeah, maybe I wonder if they'll like just like rebuild the whatever the 05 Tampa <laughs> cup winning team or whatever Worth it was. A shot. And just be like, we're gonna take them here. Um and then Danny Breer is hired um as AGM for the Flyers, which is quite fun. Oh, also your French Canadian didn't get hired by the Habs unique that's our one rare rarity (laughs) but I don't know that's fun like he's obviously a home I almost said hometown hero yeah I was gonna say hometown favorite but it's just like no he just was there for a while yeah but he was like a he's fun and people really love him obviously and I mean the flyers also not (laughs) Not existing in a what are you space right now. So um it kind of reminds me of the Chicago Blackhawks, like have sh- obviously like shit is hitting the fan, and they're just like tweeting about all these people that they're interviewing for the GM position. They're like, guys, that doesn't work. Like, that's not really funny, honestly. Like, you can't, that's not a distraction technique if no one cares. Like, you have to have something that's like actually distracting. No one cares who you're like interviewing. Um, uh, and then the last piece of league news is that Brad Marchand uh, got suspended for six games, I think. Yeah, six games for, for spearing, I think it was. It was like high sticking spearing Tristan Jerry. It was arguably battery. <laughs> <laughs> he like punched him in the head. And then when he was like skating past him, he like, got the stick up again. He's a, he's a deeply strange guy. This is obviously his second suspension of the year after he got suspended for slew footing. Um, our King Oliver Edward Larson. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have thoughts um, on this other than like, I mean, honestly, I just always think about, um, 
second. I need to even just look up who it is. Who is it? The avalanche dude who wrote the little essay on why he shouldn't be suspended. <laughs> oh no, who was it? It was Miko Rantanen. Okay, that's actually that's who I was gonna say. Yeah, he had a diving fi- embellishment fine after writing an essay that said, hey. Also, this is also impressive because Miko Rantanen's first language is not English. So he went and wrote this essay. That's what they should do. It says it was a letter, but they should I make, still love it. They should make them write essays. We're deeply amusing. I agree. Me. I think that... Um, yeah, I find think them. I, who cares about fine? They're fine or no, I or like even like having their hearing. No, I want them write to have a to write four thousand word essay on on something on fucking escrow because that's what Marshawn loves to tweet about. <laughs> Me too. Come like back. when the, um, the lit Sixers were doing their PowerPoints at Team Breakfast. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Oh, okay. Well, like they like posted some picture. It was essentially. They would have team breakfast or something and there would be a player who would be assigned to give a presentation on a selected topic. And I remember that they posted it and Ben Simmons was on Australian animals. I fucking love this. And he was just, and there's just like pictures of him giving this PowerPoint presentation about animals. (laughs) Why have the Canucks not done this? I know. This would be so good. Well, and also like the thing is it was, like it was literally just for the team. It wasn't like they were doing it for socials. They were it's incredible. Like, yeah, just do this for the team. Who would have the best PowerPoint on the Canucks? Do you think? Um. Honestly, I think that like, I think Garland would get some like good like little transitions in there. His would be about Jaws though, because he's obsessed. And like, with no, Jaws. it would, it would be about be, like, sharks. Some, like, it would just be a bunch of sharks facts and like. Sharks. It would be like when a little kid starts talking to you about sharks and you're like, cool, I guess. <laughs> so good. Is Ben Simmons still a sixer? Did he ever get traded? Um, I honestly don't think he's been traded. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, so that's kind of what we're gonna hit you with today. What I did send Georgia it was just the um classic image, which is the how to smash plus like the frat star you are getting your rocks off without looking like a total geed. And I just sent it to her and I said, Canucks team breakfast. And so that's what we're going to leave you with this week. <laughs> um, okay, Mal, who's your star of the week? Um, honestly, it's Chloe Kim. Um, she killed it once again, snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And she's super cool. She she's really super cool. Well about like, her like identity as an Asian woman in the United States and the like really gross shit she got sent after she won. Um, yeah, which like obviously Portland and Co. said some fucking gross shit about her, I remember. Oh horrible. Horrible. Um my star of the week is Marie Philippe Poulain for being just, just an angel at hockey, just an icon. Um, we're so lucky to get her to watch her play. So it's my star. And we'll do like an overall broadcast star because Sam's obviously not here, and we'll just say Marissa and Jemmy is our like eternal star. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's an incredible reporter. She works so hard. Um, she has actively like helped us learn more about women's hockey um, and so many other people and she deserves everything good. And so send her your love um, cause we are sending ours. So she's, she's our number one star of the week. Um, okay. That's all. Thanks for, thanks for listening to us. Uh, if you made it this far deeply unhinged, I don't remember half of what we talked about. (laughs) We went off on some tangents. Um, so thank you for listening to us. You can contact us at broadcast pod on Instagram and Twitter and email us at broadcastpod at gmail.com um like subscribe give us five stars on apple podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts from and uh yeah we will see you soon to discuss more hockey and sports and hopefully canada winning a gold medal against the usa in hockey touch wood When you do that, I just picture the eagle eyes. (laughs) You, you just having an eagle. Oh yeah, we talked about bald eagles. (laughs) All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.